Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friendly neighborhood off-season Mavs podcast. <laughs> Starting at center from UNT, live from the Immaculate Vibe studio, it's Jay Bonnie. Yo, what's up, man? Starting at Point guard from UT Arlington, your host with the most. It's been Cyball. <laughs> Newly engaged man, Andrew the Goon, aka Bachelor Boy Bennett. Not, not the only one making uh, draft night acquisitions. <laughs> And uh, uh, last but not least, at small forward, our guest at <laughs> all the way from across the pond, it's Mav DeLorean. Let's go! Well, I don't get the sirens. Why don't I get the sirens? Uh, <laughs> Come on! Uh, I, oh, I messed up. Hold up. Oh, let me try it again. There you go. There you go. I, was I thought it was up to thinkers and draft night and threw me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, our guests know. get all the love we don't, want, we don't want the word to get out that we don't appreciate our guest jay it, 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 it was jet lagged it was jet lagged from the flight <laughs> from england at the soundboard you know. <laughs> yeah. well uh we're happy to have the gang back together with a guest to talk mavs off season and nico wasted no time making moves he traded boban burke Sterling Brown, Marquise Chris, and the 26th pick for Christian Wood from the Houston Rockets. And that's that's people a lot, a lot of people are saying it's a low risk, high reward potential trade because he because Christian Wood averaged 18 points, 10 rebounds last year. Um, what do you guys think of the, the recent trade? I love Magda. it, man. Okay. I'm gonna just jump in, bro. I'm sorry. Go bro. ahead, Jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sound bro. off. Sound Go off. off the comments. <laughs> I love it, bro. Like Christian Wood. He could. He's tall, bro. He's six ten, and he does the same thing that Dwight Powell does. He's basically like a Dwight Powell that can shoot. Now, I mean, also like Dwight Powell, I don't think he's he's known for his defense. You know, like like one criticism I I saw about him was that he um he'll like check out on, 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 on plays, you know, or if the, if the team is down, if the game is over or whatever, like he's liable to check out and, and, and disappear on defense, but you'll see him, you know, try to, try to get, try to get a dunk, try to get a rebound here or there, but you know, more rebound and more athleticism and getting rid of all those dudes on our team, bro. Sterling Brown, there's going to be a lot less drug use in <laughs> the locker room now, which is dope. But, um, yeah, you know, getting rid of those those guys, I'm down for that, bro. Boban leaving is sad, and he did send a tweet out earlier today. I don't know if y'all saw his tweet. Oh, oh my nice. lord, dude! I, yeah, like it, it could make you cry. I, I wish I had it pulled up here, but oh, uh, you know, go go, you know, go go follow Boban anyway. If you don't, you know, just go check it out anyway. Pay him some respect, drop him a comment or whatever. But yeah, uh, second best you know. player of the Mavs, right? Yeah, the, the X Factor, the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you could. Uh, Dude, all I'm back. seeing on Boban's Twitter is him selling goldfish and State Farm insurance. Oh man, the man is just the man. No, some. I think commercial. he had an interview with the Serbian media, and that was the somebody quote that's been might. I, I might <laughs> see somebody tweet. Okay, yeah, I might see somebody tweet that out or something like that. But yeah, anyway. Well, he said yeah, words. He, he, he said his words fine. about his about yeah. how he how about you know about his time in Dallas, how he regrets being traded and stuff. Heartfelt yeah. words for Bobon, bro, is what I'm is you know main idea. <laughs> My bad, I misquoted. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you're good. Yeah, so Bobon will be missed. I'm down, bro. Yeah, and Christian Wood. I mean the the uh, the Rockets they're in rebuild mode probably, bro. Like they got Shingun. They got you know they got another guy. Um, they just got uh, Jabari Smith in the draft. Like, they got some um, developing to do, and they got some big guys that could play too. So, so you know, I think it's a pretty good trade for the, for, for both teams. Let's get it. And lose that draft pick, like, yeah. bro, this draft was weak. Who like who are these dudes? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I think um, <clears throat> I, I'm in a similar boat. I think uh, <clears throat> it's all expiring deals that we were gonna let go anyway. And the number twenty six pick, and any pick that's above eighteen, in my opinion, isn't really worth anything. That I would, if I was a GM, I'd always be looking to trade and getting some sort of value out of anyway. Just get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, you can get someone. There's always an example. People go, "Oh, you could get Nikola Jokic," but like, how many teams have got a Nikola Jokic out of a late pick? You know, so he's um, yeah, MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The guy you don't like. It's not even the guy you'll like think is gonna be it. You know, like. He's he has to go in the perfect situation random. for that to it's happen. Random, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, um, and I think to be fair, we probably got the player in Jaden Hardy that we might have ended up using on the twenty-six pick anyway, because Nico yeah. said he had, he had him nineteen on his board. So I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a no-brainer to me. But uh, apparently, Woods had a little attitude issues. He seems like, on my impression, that he'd be quite influenced in the place that he's at. I think if he was playing for the Heat or the Raptors, he'd be he wouldn't be a problem. I right. think at the Mavs, maybe a few years ago, he might have been a bit of an issue, a bit like Nerlens Noel. But Rick, yeah. But now, <laughs> why is that? Oh yeah, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, Nico and Kid, uh, players seem to want to play for Kid, which is really, yeah. really good for us. And um, yeah. winning games always is going to help. He's going to yeah. be involved with lobs and looking flashy and being on Twitter because Luke is going to throw him no look lobs and he's going to be, <laughs> and I think that's going to help his ego a little bit. Yeah. Um, and if we, I, I expect us to keep Brunson. So players like Brunson and Finney Smith and Luca will all hold him accountable in a, in I think a good way as well. They won't be sort of, they'll elevate him as opposed to go, oh, you should be doing this, should be doing that. Luke has always been really encouraging of his players. Even if they keep on missing, he'll give them passes to him and go, no, shoot, shoot, shoot. That's probably really good for Wood. So I think he's actually in a really good spot, especially seeing as he's expiring and he wants to show what he can do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a huge factor in all this. What do you think, Goon? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of like, in general, uh, pleased with it to give up <coughs> to give up really nothing. Mm. Uh, the end of our bench, guys who, who were not going to play, uh, those guys only played when we were missing guys due to COVID or we were you know, injury <laughs> front, like to give away a bunch of like, just like pocket lint 
Like just this is the, this is the change at the bottom of like my wait. about out of my out of my cup holder. Like Apocalypse this is, four. This is yeah. This is just um you know this I have this box of random just junk from the junk drawer. Like can you take this and a pick and we'll take a starting center. Um, Mavs <laughs> fans should should be rejoicing because I don't think there's any way that Dwight Powell is in the starting lineup finally after about six straight years of Dwight Powell at the starting five. It's going to be good um, for Powell as well. Yeah, exactly. Like this, <laughs> yeah. this, this means that Maxi and Dwight Powell play maybe less minutes, but can be more impactful, impactful. Yeah. in those minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And yeah, the immaturity or the, like the character issues, I think will be solved by, um, like you said, Mavdo, with the presence of everybody in that locker room, we've got a lot of veteran guys, a lot of young guys who are pretty. Jalen Brunson is a young guy, but is mature beyond his years. Um, yeah, for sure. You uh, and yeah, and winning. Yeah, like of course, of course, he seemed distracted and checked out in Houston. Like, did you watch the Rocket? Like, why wouldn't you be? Like, the Rockets were ass last year. Like, like they, we were playing the guys that we traded versus the Rockets because we would be destroying them by like 30 points at halftime. Like that's yeah. So uh yeah, I yeah, you gave up nothing for a starting center that immediately makes your team better. Um to to get into Jaden Hardy and maybe the draft night move, it is exciting to see that we are like we are aiming for just like raising the talent, the overall talent level. Um, and shooting for a guy who like last year was, I, I don't put a whole lot of stock into like ESPN rankings or whatnot. And this was a full year ago that he was one of the top prospects. So I'm a little excited. I'm also generally, this was the first draft for Nico and yeah. for this new kind of brain trust. Um, and there's a part of me that still views every draft pick as like as the old Mavericks where it's like okay this guy we're gonna dump him in the G League and forget about him and he's <laughs> never gonna play a single second like he's never gonna play um so I'm kind of split in that in that regard of like I really just wish we could draft people that like could become immediate immediate contributors right and it always feels like it with the ex- exception of Luca and Brunson it always feels like we are like, what if we like got this guy that's a major project and maybe he turns into something, maybe, and he never does. As opposed to like get a Brunson who's like going to be solid. It's going to be rock, like rocks. And I get, I get that Luca was a top five draft. Like you're, you're not necessarily going to get that with a 26 pick, the 37th pick, but that is a consistent lament I have with like our front office and with the Mavericks, Nico, Nico could prove me wrong. They could completely prove me wrong. And Jaden Hardy could be um, a monster for us, but that's, I'm kind of split between like, eh, sure. I'll wait. I'll wait and see on if this is going to pan out. Yeah. The nice thing is, is we're in a, we're in a position now where there's no expectation on him. A few years ago, every draft pick is like, oh, we should really hit on this. Or hopefully he can contribute 20 minutes. If he doesn't play all season, but he's working on something, he'll be ready when he's ready. And if he can do something, then great. I mean, if 
I don't know whether his ceiling could be like a, a Jordan Paul kind of thing or what he did with the Warriors. Yep. Um, that would be amazing for the 37th that, pick, yeah. you know, for a sixth man sort of thing that can get buckets. I'd take yeah. that. All um, and if he doesn't get like that, again, we're in a position where we took a shot and we, it cost us a couple of second rounders, but um, it was projected. Some people projected him more in the top three a year ago or top six. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah. And then he, did, yeah. He only played 24 <clears throat> games um, against grown men. And we saw Reggie Bullock at the start of the season struggle for the first, what, 20 odd games. You know, everyone yeah. can have a bad stretch. And so I'm actually, although he sounds quite inefficient, um, I wouldn't worry about his G League stats. If he's got the raw talent to be projected in the lottery, that, that's for the 37th pick, you, you go for it, I think. For sure. Uh, to get to get back on the Christian Wood thing for real quick, I think I think it could, it's it's one of those sneaky moves that I feel like Nico. Uh, I don't know if he. We're still learning like what his style is as a GM and what kind of moves he likes to make or the imprint he wants to put on the team. But right after we lost in the to the Warriors, <clears throat> he was saying like we need rebounding, like we need you know, kind of like a big presence. And we all kind of speculated, okay, that means we're going for Miles Turner. Okay, that means we're going for a Gobert. Like we're going to you know, throw a lot of money at these bigs, you know, in a league that doesn't, you know, doesn't really let the bigs play in the playoffs. I could be a played off the court. So I just think it's so funny, like similar to the Reggie Bullock signing, it's completely under the radar. Nobody really like projected it to the Mavs. And he was just like, yep, first day of free agency, Reggie Bullock signs. Like, as soon as he was able to get that, you know, Christian Wood, it was just kind of like under the radar. Nobody like saw it coming. And, and it checks a lot of boxes. It checks like a pick and roll for Luca, somebody who can really do the pick and roll and like jam it and, you know, finish. And then also pick and pop. Like, <laughs> he can shoot threes at, a ridiculous clip for a guy his size he's like in the top 98 percent in shooting threes and um i think that's a scary weapon to put next to luca as because it's against yeah it's really hard because luca already can make a lot out of a little and you give this guy more options with like high percentage high success rate in the paint and in three i think i honestly think he yeah. because of the motivation money wise because this is a contract year for christian wood and he does has have a lot to prove like i think he's going to be like playing his heart out and i think the mavs are able to going to harness that in the right way um i think it'll be a, a super slept on trade until he he starts averaging like 20 20 plus and uh just having like career games with luca um i honestly think he's like he he, he could be a really under underpriced option for what we need um because if he plays really well we can sign him for four years and 55 million i think some i don't know maybe it's a little bit more than that but it's very reasonable compared to what your rudy go bears and your miles turner yeah. are going to ask um so it, it it was just really exciting to to like it's not like we gave in because we played small ball for a majority of the playoffs it's not like we gave in to like, well, we need a big, so we'll get that one big that changes our style completely. It's like, no, let's get a big that complements Luca really well with pick and roll. 
and, and changes our offense. It gives a whole nother layer to what we can do. Um, uh, defensively, I feel like that based on what we saw last season with what Jason Kidd was able to lift, like the overall skill level on defense for the entire team from like a garbage defensive team and strictly offensive minded to one of the top, like maybe top 10, I think we had finished top 12, but that was because he like focused on each player's defensive ability and just like zoned in on it and like, Hey, like let's make you better when, you know, make, doing this little thing, break bad habits, stuff like that. So I, I see him, I don't expect him to be an all-star defender, but I think our team defense is going to help him. So he doesn't necessarily have to be scheme scheme yeah. and effort can cover up someone who is a naturally bad defender. We've been doing it with Luca for a while. Um, yeah. And that is an exciting, that's a great point. Ben, like I'm reminded of those stretches, particularly in the playoffs where Dwight Powell would start and the offense would sputter for like the first five minutes of the game because Dwight was completely ineffective against like playoff defenses, partly because he could not pop. He could only roll. He, mm -hmm. he like, and they would ignore only, him anyway. Like they honestly like yeah. use him as an excuse to double Luca. So yeah. yeah. So so having a guy who can pick and roll and pick and pop, um, who's maybe a little bit more of an offensive threat than Maxi is, um, and he and can create his own shot too. I've seen. I've seen comparisons to like, oh, he's just going to be KP all over again. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if you've watched any Christian Wood footage, but Christian Wood is a like, he's like, he'll catch the ball behind the three-point line. He's like a pump fake specialist, right? So he'll, he'll because he's a good three-point shooter, he can sell that with that pump fake and he just attacks, attacks the basket. And, and KP needed the, the ball in precisely the right spot where he was comfortable. And if it wasn't in that spot, he was, he wasn't even going to try the shot. Even then. And, he yeah. And even then, even then when he gets it where he's supposed to get it, he still misses it. Christian Wood's not going to be backing down people. That's not his game. Like his game is like attack, attack, attack the paint, which is another thing we really need because basically it's Brunson and Luca who really attack the paint. And I guess, and Spencer, Spencer's the third, but Chris to have a big that like, stretches the floor and also like gets that big the the opposing big to go out and follow him and then just pump fake go around him and now you have an open lane um that's that's going to be huge i think i think we might have like record offensive numbers uh with with him just because he'll be able to create offense that think about it last even even in the playoffs a little bit we're reliant on Jalen or luca to set people up like they have to be you know, with the Dwight Powell's or the Maxi Klebas, they can't dribble or create for themselves um, outside of Spencer, uh, Jalen, and, and Luca. With Christian Wood, that's another person that can can create for themselves and handle the ball. And I don't know. I'm excited. I am like, I'm low key. I think he could have an All Star season here. You're excited, ben. You've made some really good points. A couple of things, really. What you were saying about Nico style about, mate, okay, we're going for a Miles Turner and all that kind of stuff. Under Donny, that's what we would have done. We would have waited till free agency, wait, try and get something for Miles Turner or something done. Everyone would have got snapped up. Christian Wood would have went to Atlanta or something, and we would have right. been like, oh, or Charlotte, yeah. him. And then we would have missed out on Turner, and then we would have had to just regroup with what's left. May do, get the eighth seed, and then lose the first, against the first seed. <laughs> 
but the accuracy right. the accuracy yeah. of the yeah, darkest I mean, timeline <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened it happened a lot and we were stuck in that middle area and nico isn't dealing with that he's like right he ticks all the boxes just get him in let's move on um yeah but it is a wait around for the league to you know things yeah. to happen or whatever yeah. He's, yeah pretty good i mean what you were saying about wood obviously he can pop which pal can't do which is really nice um and Powell's vertical isn't quite what it was since his Achilles injury. He's come back really well, but he can't get above the rim quite like Wood can. But uh, what are you saying about the pump fakes and shots? That was Maxi Kleber's issue recently. I really like Maxi, but sometimes he gets scared to shoot. Um, and Christian Wood isn't going to do that. He's not going to hesitate. He's going to get the ball and he's going to let it fly. And that's going to be pretty good. And then attacking the basket, another the, the third weakness that we've had is... Sometimes they'll let other teams, uh, other players attack and Dorian have the ball or whatever and worry about Luca. But then if Wood's getting past the centre all the time, they're going to have to rotate and collapse. And then Wood can easily find a pass to a corner Dorian Finney-Smith. I see it now. He's attacking the left wing, go around, the collapse comes, he can feed Wood. So we've hmm. even got a little bit more of a, not a playmaker. I'm not going to expect Wood to do that. But... It, it, it hurts the defensive schemes a lot more. I mean, that would have really affected Kevin Looney in the um, huh. Warriors series. Yeah. And so, yeah. Wood can do a lot if he buys in. It's all, it's sure. all it's a mentality. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, I'm really curious. I'm really excited to see how this plays out because we didn't risk a whole lot. Uh, we did give up an X factor, but beyond that, we um, we didn't risk a whole lot. I think we gave up an X factor, and who? And Trigger Trey Burke? No, that was that that was a deep cut. That was a deep cut to when we were. I have been Team Yeet Boban from day one. He makes great commercials. He makes great commercials and movie appearances. Is your mustard? Yeah, that's. He, yeah right. i can reach it i can reach you want more i can reach it yeah he makes great commercials I, he's great for content reasons but like i'm glad nico because i was i almost thought boban was like untouchable because he was luca's buddy like you know but i'm glad nico was like hey man we're trying to win the ship your buddy got to go like <laughs> like we, you got we, the then you're fine <laughs> well also like that's that's a pretty <laughs> I, I get Luca is like 20 is young, but he yeah. also wants to win. And yeah. he also knows that like Boban is not getting him a championship. So like, <laughs> let's not pretend that Nico had to tell Luca like, Hey, we need to send your friend away. Like you can't have your buddy anymore on the team. It's going to be fine. Cause he's going to get his, his, his uncle Goran Dragic on the team later this summer. But yeah, like Luca knows Luca can handle it. All this talk of like, oh man, we can't get rid of the fourteenth guy on the bench <laughs> because that might make Luca mad. <laughs> I yeah, I. <laughs> I hope it was I, some like Luca Don GM situation. <laughs> like, he, he's becoming LeBron, and he was like, Boba. I think at this stage in his you're career, my brother, he can but be you, like you have to go. You're you're bad at basketball, but I love you. But you're you're just bad. You're, you're, That's a pretty good Luca. You I'm have, not to gonna go. lie. You have to go. I felt like he was here with us. Of, you have to get out of town. I'm sorry. Sir. Send, send you down to Houston. If he, yeah, if you ever, 
just heads up, Mav Delorean. Don't ever go to Houston. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dank place. You could go to Houston. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Houston it's, has a better rep than Dallas to like as far as just being more lit. Well, yeah, but Dallas is lit though. Dallas is amazing. Whenever you come to whatever, you, just you come to Dallas. Spot. We'll show you a good time in Dallas. Definitely but Dallas. Houston is not. I don't know. It's just uh, there's a lot of humidity. So as soon as you walk outside, like sweaty, it's it whatever. That's beside the point. Okay, um, so let, let's let's talk about Jalen Brunson. Um, I, I've been going through the Twitter sphere on on, on Mavs uh, the past few days. I've kind of why put is together- why is everyone freaking out? I'm trying to get, Can okay. Explain let me, that it, to me. I'm trying I've to get. Played. I'll, I'll, well, let me let me see explain if I can, it to me, Ben. Explain maybe it. maybe I I'll, I think Mavdo might help, but I so here's a timeline. Jalen goes on the long, uh, long shot podcast with Duncan Robinson uh, of the Miami Heat, and he's just talking about like his journey and how like he took like uh, some subtle shots at Rick Carlisle about how he didn't play him, and he's just talking about how Jason Kidd has been a great coach and the whole playoff run and how much he loved it. And he loved being a part of it. Cause he missed like the last two, uh, or he missed one with injury. And, um, so it just kind of seemed like he loved, he was talking about how much he loved the, like, it seemed like he, he was talking about how much he loved the culture, how much he loved the coaching and, and all this stuff. So Mavs heard that podcast and we're just like, man, this is, this is a formality. He's obviously coming back. Like we, you hear from the free agents mouth that, you know, he's, you know, joined himself or whatever. Then we get shortly after that podcast, we get a report that JB told everyone, uh, all the players and all the people in the organization for the Mavs that he's, he's returning. Like it's a, it's a formality, but like, he's just already like apparently told everyone that he's coming back. And we're like, okay, cool. Like that's what we thought based off the podcast sounded, that sounds about right. Then, uh, Nick start clearing a lot of cap space, (laughs) like a lot of cap space, like getting rid of Kemba Walker, sending off draft picks, just like, just, just, you know, just making way, making room for somebody. And now the, the, the reports are obviously it's for Brunson. They're the Knicks are trying to make moves for Brunson. And then well, I think yesterday there was a report that JB is considering the Knicks if the money is even. Um, and apparently it, it's, it's getting like to this albatross figure excuse me, of like five years and 115 or five years, like 120. I think five years, 125 is the max he can get. Um, but that's where all the math stands are like freaking out. They're just like, oh my gosh, like he might actually leave us. Um, five years, 125 is the max that he can get. I that, think so. I don't understand why Mark Cuban, why any of us are sweating. Yeah. It's not my money. Like, I, I would understand it if like, oh, the Knicks are about to roll up with 30 million a year, yeah. 35 million a year. Like, and the Knicks would do that. The, the Knicks acting foolish. <laughs> yeah. The Knicks acting foolish. Knicks doing not, Knicks things. Is that what you're implying? The, the Knicks acting foolish does not surprise me. What surprised me a little bit, it, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that Mavericks fans also <laughs> act foolish and <laughs> freak out about like, the smallest little we, thing. I, I mean, to be fair to them, and I, I do think it's an overreaction, but we've had some whiffs in free agency before. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. People are just... Steve Nash just keeps coming up as yeah. the, 
the, it's like a return. It's like a, I'm having like post-traumatic stress disorder Hashtag from like pain, Steve Nash. Hashtag <laughs> pain. We could have kept Steve Nash, but we were worried about his back being wrecked. So we let him go. It wasn't like they wanted to leave. Um, yeah, that's the thing is my issue is he clearly wants to be here. Yeah. But he's been uh, like we could have offered him a deal before the trade deadline, but and we also, didn't. Yeah, if I'm Jalen Brunson, like, look, I want to be here. I want to be here, but the Knicks are offering me thirty million. So, like, either match, like, yeah, like know your worth, and the <laughs> Knicks are setting the price. Know your worth, and the Knicks are setting his price. Maybe it's an inflated price. But unfortunately, they get to set it. That's that's the market we live in, sort of. So, yeah, I I will I will love Jalen no matter what he does. I will drag the hell out of this front office if they somehow blow it and don't bring him back. If I mean, if I was a free agent, I've just come up <laughs> with really good playoffs. Yeah, um, I was a late round pick, so I didn't get a great rookie deal. Yep. And all of a sudden, a team offers my dad a, a job to get him some income as well. <laughs> if I was if I was his dad, I would be saying, oh, oh yeah, Nick's. Oh, yeah, Bronson would really consider joining us. Up the money for your son. <laughs> Create a buzz. They do the moves. You've got your job anyway. So Bronson's going to get a better deal with the Mavs. The Mavs will have to match it. Doesn't... So it's, it's doesn't the dad if... get, like, released if he doesn't sign with the Knicks? Do you think it's, like, oh, a, it's in the contract? contract? Yeah, if you don't get your son to come here, you're you're we're gonna hit this. You're gonna hit the street. You're done. Like I wonder. I doubt free that. Free money, it. But uh, yeah, I'm not worried. I mean, even if they match, I think the let's say they did four hundred million for the Knicks because the Knicks can only offer four years, can't they? So that's twenty five million yeah. a year. Um, even if we match that with the tax situation in New York, is horrendous, and the, and the living um, standards compared to Dallas. That's already better. And you, you, you even said earlier on in the pod, Bronson is wise beyond his years. Yep. He, he's a pure basketball player. He's like a floor general. He doesn't want to play for the fucking Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder how long it's going to take for somebody to say it. But He wants to yeah. win. He's a winner. just like that, That's the win. impression I got off of that podcast too, is you can just hear it in like how frustrated he was to have that one losing season while we yeah. were like – um, I, I think we were, uh, like that was when Luca and, and him first got there and we were still figuring a lot of stuff out and Luca was just kind of starting on his rise, but we were still losing. Um, and he, he was so frustrated by that because he's won at every level Absolutely, college. Yeah. He's got two championships In high school. He had a state championship, but I'm curious if he, does he want to stay here and win where he's obviously going to be like, we're, I, I mean, we're probably going to be like a top team with Luca for a while. Like we're going to be up there winning for, for like next few years, next five years of this contract, whatever it is. If New York, you have to accept that it's a, it's still a rebuild regardless of whether you get there or not. Like their franchise is literally in shambles all the time for different reasons. Like, you got Tom Thibodeau who like coaches like it's early two thousands basketball. You got like um, you have RJ Barrett and Julius Randall who you might fit with, but if he, the only reason I see, I see him going, obviously if like the Mavs aren't, aren't, you know, backing at the Brinks truck, but if he, 
I wonder if like that time without Luca in the playoffs made him think like, man, I could run a team in the playoffs mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be able to do that unless Luca like has a horrific injury right before the playoffs. So even, even I wonder, got, yeah, even if we've got a team to the playoffs though, he's not going to win it as the number one guy. Like Brunson's great, but he's not a Luca. Like he, with Luca and the Mavs, we have actually a realistic chance of winning the championship. We're not going to be the favorite, but we're at least right. going to contend and get They're on a good there, yeah. maybe in addition. We've got a chance. And you said, like, he doesn't want to lose. He wants to win championships and stuff. We, I, we can pay him just as much, if not more, given the fifth year. Don't sweat too much just yet. That's all. Yeah. I'm not anyway. He'd be, I, he'd, I think I tweeted he'd be the second biggest fall in the NBA next to Kyrie if he decided to leave. For, to the Knicks. <laughs> uh, and to that's honest, a good, that's an interesting take. Yeah, but the, but he's not. He's a smart guy. And to be honest, I think the Knicks will probably end up going for Kyrie once he realized they realize Brunson's off the table. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm just kind of curious if does he want that number one role more than he wants to win? Right? Yeah, because he had the same that, usage as Jalen Brunson in the playoffs. So it's pretty good. I mean, it, it didn't like he didn't not have the ball. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, but he. It's kind of like it's kind of the KP problem of like KP was always going to be number two next to yeah. Luca. Jalen is always going to be number two. Like when when the headline the headline is always going to read Luca. Oh blah 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 blah. And Jalen was there also. <laughs> like Luca led the team and and Jalen was there too. And Jalen might be a major will be a major contributor to that but he won't be the guy. And so I, yeah. I, I wonder if, yeah, it's just tricky because I wonder if he's kind of like, he's seen what he, the ceiling of he can, what he can do with the Mavs. And I think he can be like a Kyle Lowry, like in a year or two, like mm-hmm. really, if he takes what the, the strides he made this year and just keeps adding to it with Jason Kidd, I think he could be like, a really, really good player, but maybe he's seen it as like, okay, I've hit this level now. Like, I want to see if I can build something where I'm like mm. a, a, the, the main component as opposed to like, I'm right now I'm trying to compliment Luca or um, play around Luca. Um, I love Jalen Brunson. Let me just put it out on record. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be mad if he leaves like you, like I get, like I get it. This is, Somebody wrote it. I saw somebody on Twitter say like, this is his last chance to be the bell of the ball because the way that the free agency class is right now, like because Kyrie's being a maniac, he's the most important guard, like not, (laughs) you know, in the, you know, it's on the market. This is his last chance to really capitalize on that. So I don't blame him for upping his price. Like I totally get it. And, um, yeah. It's tough. It, I will be. I will be sad to see him look, go because we've. I feel like, especially we have like we have the Immaculate Vibe Studio. We have Vibe Check. Like that whole saying is gonna bring me like to tears every time because he's gone. You know, like it's not the same without that person. He's just playing the free agency game. He's just stirring he up. Dudes, I think personally, but um, we'll see. Yeah, uh, the trouble is because of our cap, we're in the luxury. Um, if we did lose him it would actually be a really tough loss yeah. to, uh, com- for us competitively um, yeah. because we wouldn't be able to replace him. Another reason why it doesn't matter to pay the luxury tax, tax and keep him. Yeah. I, yeah, I, uh, 
we would have to figure something like, I guess that Spencer Dinwiddie would have to go into that role and then maybe, yeah, Tim Hardaway hopefully comes back and is healthy or maybe Jaden Hardy can help out, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's a big, that's a big role to fill um, for sure. If he goes, um, last thing, I kind of wanted to briefly touch on this. We don't have to talk about it too much. You mentioned, uh, and we talked about Kyrie. There was that rumor for like 30 minutes no, that no. Kyrie. I'm ending, I'm ending the recording right now. No. <laughs> not. I'm not. I gotta I go. I just want to hear why you're not. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get lunch. No, it's done. No. Uh, okay. Kyrie is not coming to the Mavericks. I don't want him to come to the Mavs. Nobody wants this... him to. No. Well, there was this weird group on Twitter that was like, yeah, well, how could you not? And I'm like, have you seen what he did to the. Celtic, the Cavs, Celtics. 2016. <laughs> oh, Dude, he's he's a franchise wrecker. That's literally his his full his. He's a great player. I saw him play Orlando when I was visiting there last year, and he scored sixty points. It's easy. It was beautiful to watch. At the same time, I don't want Not his drama on my sight. team. No. no. <laughs> Not a mask inside. He's in Florida, like <laughs> everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> what? A- we were changing his name. They were because in Orlando, like they didn't have anything to cheer for, so they're just like Kyrie, Kyrie. It was fun, fun game, but I wouldn't want him on my team, mm-hmm. especially when Jalen Brunson is like a professional, like the consummate professional, and you're not gonna like swap those two out and think it's going to be fine for your friend anyway sorry what yeah. if like jalen became one of his disciples <laughs> like flat like, earther they like, they like showed up to games wearing like the same robes like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> the incense he comes back to dallas with like the incense thing going on yeah he's like, well, i'm not a flat earther but you know like like, like it, you never it's know interesting. it's interesting you make some good know, points. Like, like there's, there's a lot of things people don't realize like he starts not provoking like that <laughs> to stop promotion. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I would love that actually, but I would feel bad for Jalen. But if you left the Mavs, you know what? You could go 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 ahead and be a, a covenant disciple to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. Mavericks are the only way, bro. <laughs> I was uh I was playing with the idea in my head. It will never ever happen, but I was thinking about the Kyrie blowing up and KD going and everything like that. And I was thinking if the Nets decided to move things on and they got something from Kyrie, and then obviously the KD trade situation, <laughs> millions of teams are just going to go over it and offer packages. But if Brunson wanted the keys and everything like that, he could do a sign and trade with for KD. Obviously, we'd have to offer other things in it as well. But then Brunson actually would probably fit quite well with Ben Simmons as a court. Half court Brunson can run. Oh. For- Simmons can run. Simmons has got the defensive size. And then they could probably actually, and they're about the same age as well, Simmons and uh, Brunson. So as far yeah. as time, and they then it's something that the Nets could, in theory, build around. But then Brunson would have to agree to go there. Kyrie would have to go. And there would have to be a million things to fit in just for us to get KD. But I, uh, I, I like that. Yeah, I like the thought process. I thought it was interesting. A lot of people were jumping on the Kyrie bandwagon. But like Kevin Durant makes a lot more sense if like in this hypothetical dream world where Kevin Durant's like, yes, I want to play with Luca, like send me over there. I just, especially after the wood trade, I just, (laughs) I don't, I don't think we have enough trade 
pieces to do like anything of that magnitude uh you know partly but then like Maxi Kleber good player that can play in multiple different systems Tim Hardaway Jr. can get buckets I know he's come from injury but their their contract's only one or two years as well so then there's that expiring situation so you've got Dinwiddie as well um, yeah, send it back to Brooklyn. Yeah, no, but he enjoyed it there. And it, yeah, that yeah. Was a good vibe. So then there's, there's all, they're, they're all good NBA players that any team would be happy with. They're not stars necessarily. I, all- I, I, right. My, my pushback on that is like, I feel like most other NBA teams don't know how to maximize like a Maxi or a Dwight Powell or I guess like Tim Hardaway is more straightforward. But I think, I, <laughs> I just think so many other teams have more desirable packages, like just off of like, Hey, we're going to get rid of, you know, our star player to bring you or like, you yeah, know, Tyler hero and Miami stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Um, he's, he's such a hooper and I think he would fit in really well here, but I just think like, there's a lot of people that have developed their, their players better to the point where they can trade them. We, we like, yeah. we haven't gotten there yet, but that would be cool. Next time. We'll look at them next time. But uh, I think that that concludes uh, this off-season edition of Buckets and Beyond talking to Dallas Mavericks with our boy Mav DeLorean. Been a pleasure. Pretty good Hi- fun. Uh, hyped to have him back on the pod. Uh, we'll have to bring him back the next time we do something Star Wars related and, and just kind of do another deep dive. And we, we just want to talk some buckets too because we feel like you know, got to, there was some stuff to Name talk about. Book. Yeah. Right. Buckets and beyond. So, um, we are going to try to keep this going. Uh, the, the beyond summer 22 thing, we'll, we'll, we'll try to create some more content for, uh, different movies that are coming out. Um, Thor love and thunder. Definitely want to see that together as a pod and review that, um, more Marvel DC, if anything, DC comes out and, um, we'll talk Mavericks news. If anything comes up, it might be a while. Um, Free agency's coming up, so we might, Lord, hope there's nothing, like, we don't, hopefully they don't have emergency pie where Jalen Brunson's gone. Try not to speak. Try okay. to, Dude, you're we'll done. Say. Stop, stop. Find us, find <laughs> us on Twitter at Buckets Beyond. Find us on Instagram at Buckets and Beyond. And stop doom scrolling about Jalen Brunson. Uh, stay off the, the fave, Mavs fans. We got this. We'll figure something out. I'm sure Nico has a plan B. And we out of here. Adios.